Welcome citizens, you're listening to New Amsterdam Radio, the podcast for creatives. Here, thinkers and doers always have a key to the city. The mayor is in, so office hours start now. From the tippy-top towers of the largest building in the city of New Amsterdam, coming to you from the mayor's office, New Amsterdam Radio starts now. What's going on, citizens? How are your creative projects? Summertime, it's kind of been the dog days of August, the, the wrapping up part if you're one of the people that live in the colder parts of the country. Here in Los Angeles, it's always a sunny 79 degrees. You know, I just took a trip a couple of days ago, checked out San Francisco really and truly for the first time. I kind of day tripped it before, but here's a chance for me to really walk the streets and see how people in North Cal interact um, as someone who was a transplant from Brooklyn, I've always been told that New York and NorCal and SoCal are so different. And there's some nuances there, for sure. I just feel like uh, we are a lot more similar than we give ourselves credit for. Uh, my guest today is actually someone that works in two regions, Los Angeles and Berlin. Black Press is a rapper and has a new release on the horizon. But before I get to that, I just want to say... As always, thank you so much for checking out the show, New Amsterdam Radio. You can always learn more about the show at newamsterdam.com, kwamsterdam.com, and follow us on social media at New Amsterdam on Instagram and at new underscore Amsterdam on Twitter. I feel like I say this every week, but it doesn't mind because it's true. It's totally true. Over a hundred episodes in canon and a million or so seemingly bonus episodes. But if you just can't stand waiting between episodes you can go back to the archives over at patreon patreon.com slash flobo voice we call it the boisterous crew you can unlock video episodes of new amsterdam radio the day it releases the audio version show notes gig blogs photo galleries exclusive shows and more it's a way to support the arts patreon.com slash flobo voice we call it the boisterous crew make sure you come through roll through with that but without any further ado my chat with rapper Black Press. Welcome back to New Mayor Sam Radio, the podcast for creators. It is I, the mayor of Global Boys, hanging in the mayor's office. But this time, I am not alone. I'm being joined by Berlin slash Los Angeles-based rapper Black Press. Black Press, how you doing today, sir? Hey, hey, I love the energy. I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Yeah, man, I'm doing all right. You know, I got up today. I was writing a book, which is like my creative project. Got it back uh, from the editors. So I'm feeling myself right now. I feel, I'm feeling accomplished, you know? Okay. Yeah, good. Good for you, <laughs> Hey, that's the way to start the day. Yeah, exactly. But speaking about accomplishments, let's talk about you for a second. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you got this album coming out called Burla, which we'll talk to you about in a minute. But before that, you had these singles being released right in front of them, what it is in Hagen Thighs. And they're kind of different, but they kind of have this thematic similarity, man. Walk me through them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So the, the first single, Hagen Dies, um, that was actually the first single, the first song we recorded for the album. So... It was me and Barbara Sauce. Uh, it was kind of a funny story. We were actually chilling. It was it was uh, New Year's Eve. I didn't have nothing to do. So I hit him up. I was like, hey, man, what you doing tonight? He's like, yeah, I got this low-key like New Year's Eve party if you want to come through. I'm like, all right, man. So I roll over there, kick it with him. 
But like, it was really low key. It was like a children's party. So like, everybody <laughs> right. left. Everybody left before midnight. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, 10 p.m. Woo, I'm yeah, because yeah. <laughs> it was like a bunch of five year olds and stuff. They didn't get to watch the ball drop. But anyway, around midnight, everybody was gone. And Barbara's house was like, hey man, come check out these beats I've been working on, these songs I've been working on. And he was throwing me, throwing me into some tracks. And then he came across that the beat that ended up being Hagen Dazs. Like, whoa, 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 what's that? What's that? What's that? That's dope. I want that. And he's like, bro, yeah. let's let's do it. Yeah. So me and him wrote it basically on the spot, recorded it like the next day, shot a video about a week later. Um, yeah, and that was kind of the inception of that. And and then Corona hit a few about a month or two later. And we were kind of both at home and one thing led to the next. We're like, yo, man, like, let's just make this a full on project. Like, let's do a whole album together. Yeah. And yeah. So that was how Hagen Dazs came. And then what it is came a little bit later. But I was just walking through Berlin and I did one of those like like voice memos. I just had like the, the hook idea in my head. Yeah. And it was just kind of like a beat. Like I was kind of just going like and I said it to him, it was like, yo, bro, what you think of this, man? And within yeah. like a few hours, he already had sent me a beat around like this little hook I made. I was like, oh, dude, that's perfect. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I wrote I wrote the track. We shot a video for that one as well. The thing I really like about uh, what it is, is that I think the song and the video really like shows my personality a lot. Like it kind of shows who I am like in my everyday life. I'm kind of just chilling, like relaxed, always like, trying yeah. to keep a positive attitude and it kind of reflects in the song and the video. So I'm really excited to show people that one. I got a quick follow up question about the names of the tracks. Like what inspired you to call it what it is and what inspired you to call it Hagen Dazs? <laughs> yeah. So Hagen Dazs, um, I don't know if, I don't know if we were just like kind of freestyling or something, but yeah. uh, me and Barbara Sauce, the guy who produced it, we were just like, kind of like saying like, give me, like we're just saying, we're actually kind of just trying to be funny. We're like, Oh, yeah. give me that. Give me this. Give me that. Give me that. Yeah, and then one of us was like, "Give me that ice, give me that cream, give me that Hagen does like the yeah. ice." Cream. And we're like, "Oh, that's kind of tight. That's kind of cool." Yeah. So we're like, "All right, man, that, that's the song. We'll just, we'll just call it." I, I love the name because, like, it, it's basically Hagen does was made in my hometown. It was invented in Brooklyn, right? But oh, okay, they gave yeah. it a, they gave it a European name to make it sound more exclusive. And so your album is called Berla. It has like a European American thing. It's Hagen does a European American. I was like, "Okay, I see themes. I see <laughs> themes." <laughs> yeah 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 no that's good that's a good catch yeah, yeah yeah i mean even for me like i mean i grew up grew up between like the united states and germany and even when i first saw hagen das like the ice cream i was sure that it was like german or dutch or like or like danish or something but um yeah it's like from the u.s <laughs> yeah. yeah brooklyn man we're always, we're always in the building you know yeah 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 uh, so, so when you mentioned before about seeing what's really you and putting it to wax i mean how much is that how much is the balance of here's my life experience set to music how much of it is this look I'm, i want to do a song that have a certain vibe that may not necessarily be something i, I live through but i want people to share what has been your balance yeah and that's a good question i mean it is it is it is like that like i mean obviously a lot of times naturally stuff just comes out that's like very authentic to who I am and like this is what I want to do but at the same time sometimes you kind of do feel like I want this specific sound I want this kind of track and then maybe you, I'm not saying it's not who I am but then you kind of venture off and experiment with different things it's like yeah. oh, like this is kind of cool too let me try like this lane let me try a track like this yeah. oh let me like try this kind of flow or this kind of um uh like topics and stuff 
So um, yeah, it is a balance, like uh, like trying trying to decide, like okay, like what's the song? Because a lot of times you'll have you'll hear a beat, and it'll be like, oh, this is really aggressive. Like I might not be an aggressive person, but I gotta make the song aggressive if I want it to sound cool. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I kind of base a lot of. Uh, I usually hear the beats first, and then what I'm feeling at that moment, I'll just you know put that to put that to wax and and write write about it. I just I just write anthems, y'all. <laughs> yeah, I respect that, man. Because I know, especially from the comedy side of things, uh, there's there's times where you look at what makes you laugh or what makes you offended or what makes you go hmm. But is when you have like observational humor, just something that you've noticed, which may not, may not be necessarily about you. It's just an, an object that you're putting your experience on. So I want to know how that was in music, and I guess it is kind of like a project by project basis, like what inspires you to move forward. It's pretty cool, right? Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. So what's been like your, your social network? What's been your, your network? I mean, your, your fan base, your, your team, what gets you inspired to keep pushing and make more stuff to go out on tour, to try that inquiry letter that makes you scared? Like who do you rely on? Oh man, it is, it is a lot. It, it's a lot. There's a lot, you know, in the, in the network. Um, I mean, I got like my team, I got like my management, I got like my social media folks and I got, I mean, a lot of it comes from, from me and my, like by myself as well. Family, family, family too. Um, but I do, yeah, like I used to be like back probably like a few years ago, I used to be really involved on like YouTube. I mean, I still post on YouTube, like on music videos and stuff like that. But when I was living in LA, I was like borderline at, like a YouTuber. Like I was like vlogging and like doing like little challenges and stuff like that. I don't really do that that much anymore. Yeah. But um, yeah, then you can kind of base off because the reason why I was doing that is so people could kind of more see like my personal life as well and not just like the musician like the songs and stuff i still do stuff like this but more in like like on snapchat or tiktok or whatever but yeah. i do base a lot of the things that i come up with or like how i try to reach out reach out to people through like my networks and see how how people react to stuff i'm kind of like a goofy like like i had this one video of me twerking one time like that kind of went viral on my on my instagram once. yeah yeah Not viral but like it just had a bunch of views i was like yeah see like i just like posting random stuff like that yeah it might have nothing to do with the music but it's just funny to me <laughs> so how do you live like what's the balance between creating you know because music is one of those things you, you clock in nine to five unless you do uh, between living your life, getting new experiences to make that music. Is a Saturday a music day? Is it just a recharge day? Or is it kind of like whenever the inspiration strikes, you hit the numbers up like Batman. Now let's go. <laughs> Yo, it's 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 kind of kind of a mix of both. I try to, I try like my hard like I used to do it where I didn't care if it was Monday or Sunday or Thursday, if it was 1 a.m., 1 p.m., whatever. Like I was like, if I'm inspired, like I'm doing it. I mean it's still it still is like that. Yeah. But I do try to kind of have like a schedule. I'm like, all right, like I'm going to work. I'm like going to actually like, you know, this is the time I'm going to write. This is the time I'm I'm networking. This is the time I'm doing this. And I try to keep it in like a normal work week, I guess, like Monday through Friday and try to take the weekends off just to like recharge and like, you know, kind of just free my mind. Yeah. But obviously, that doesn't always work. So like, I mean, sometimes I'm working on Sundays. I'm working on Saturdays. I mean, last week, last Sunday, I was like working all day, but also because I'm kind of in a crunch time right now, like got this album coming out. So there's all this stuff going on and living in Berlin and working with a lot of people in the US and in LA with like the time differences and stuff. Sometimes I got sessions like the dudes in LA and I'm in Berlin. I mean, kind of like you right now. Right. And it's like a nine hour difference. So like, I'm working late at night or they're working early in the morning. 
Um, but yeah, I try to I try to keep it I try to keep it Monday through Friday, but it doesn't always work that way. Yeah, it doesn't always work that way. Yeah, the creative lifestyle. But let's talk about it, Berla. It's coming out next month of time or this month of time. This airs. Uh, what are you looking to achieve with it, man? Yo, so like this is this is like, um, I'm really excited to release it. Like I've I've released albums before, but not like this. Like. I did like an album that was more of like a collab album. And then I did another one that was more of like an EP, I guess. Um, but I felt like this is the first one that I'm releasing that I just had like full control in a way. Yeah. Where I could just be like, all right, this is the stuff I want to do. This is the sound. Like I didn't really have any, I mean, outside of like the producer, didn't really have any like outside uh, influences really. Like as far as like the creative process went. So I felt like I feel like this is like a project that I'm releasing that is like the most authentic thing that I've I've released in a long time. So I'm just really excited just to get it out there. And it is like the buildup. It's kind of like it's, it's crazy because I'm excited, but also anxious and I'm nervous, like everything, you know, like everything in between. So I'm just ready for it to be out there so I can just be like, all right, cool. I'm done. Yeah. Like it's out. And then I'll work on the next one, you know, like. <laughs> whatever <laughs> man i gotta ask a difficult question then uh for a lot of us who create at, at what point after release would you consider a success is it views counts phone calls people saying oh my god you're changing my life tours like what would because it's a successful project for you hey it could i mean that's the thing like it, success can come in like many many different forms i mean it could be i mean even it, like okay yeah like let's say it gets millions streams or you know you're on tour and stuff like that i mean i guess you could consider consider that a success but like even like i i think uh of like even like the mini the mini victories as well like one time i mean this is not to do with this album but like another uh song i released that was on uh like the tony hawk uh video game oh, wow. some dude some dude dm'd me and was like yo man this song helped me I can't remember exactly what he said, but it was like basically like I was going through a tough time and like this song was on the game and then like I down or I started streaming it and it's really helped me with like my family issues and stuff like that. And when I hear stuff like that, I'm like, man, yeah. that's so dope. I mean, it doesn't have to be stuff like that. It can literally be like, yo, man, I was turning up to this track last weekend, bro. <laughs> Dude, that's, a success. that's a success too. That's super cool to me. So um, yeah, obviously you want the numbers, you want the streams, you want the tours and stuff. Uh, but I, I just like to count the min, the mini victories and that and that for me is a success. And also, I mean, just completing an album is not it's not always that easy. So yeah. even that I consider my all right, cool victory. Like we did it. You know, here's the finish line. When you license your music, is it a situation where like there are people handle it? You wake up one day like, oh, that's that's me. That's me in the thing. <laughs> or do they have to go through you for your approval? Like, what do you like? How's your system set up? Yeah, actually, uh, a mix of both. Uh, like I do, like I do some of my own stuff, where I'll just reach out to people and be like, "Hey, like if y'all need something, like I, you know, I got some tracks." And then I also work with yeah different publishers that they have like a catalog of my songs, and then I'll just yeah like I'll just get an email like, "Hey, you're gonna be on uh, this TV show or like this video game or whatever it might be," and I'm like, "Oh, sick." Also, then sometimes yeah, sometimes people will text me or like shoot me like a like a message with like a clip of like, I don't know, a, a movie or whatever. And like, hey man, is this is this you rapping right here? I'm like, yeah, that is me. I didn't even <laughs> have no idea. Like, 
And yeah, it's kind of funny sometimes. <laughs> there, there's so many uh, people create music that have the day job, whatever that day job is. It doesn't have to be during the day. Um, I, I don't want to be like, do you have any advice for them? But there is something I, I, I saw through a common through line of getting that motivation after giving 10 hours to the man to come home to like create for yourself. I mean, what has been your experience in those early days? Like, what did you do to push through to say, no, this is what I want to do? Yeah, um, I don't know. Like, I, I think for me, it was just more, I, I guess it was kind of just like the love of it, I guess. Like, even even if you're tired or like, you, you know, you've been working all day or whatever, uh, you somehow still feel motivated. Like, I remember when I, so my biggest time was when I was like still in college. Man, I was like, full-time college student, um, an athlete, I was like playing football. Uh, I also had like a like a job on campus and um, there was something else. Oh yeah, and then I was also like coaching. I was also like a coach and stuff. Right. And like this, like I had like super long days and I, I'd come home like super dead. But for some reason, I don't even know, like it's not even like I wanted to do it, but I just felt like this burning energy. I'm like, oh yeah, like, I need to write something. I need to record something. Like this is my only chance. I think like when you have, I feel I feel myself actually the most productive when I have the least amount of time. Like if I mm. if I feel like oh I got a day off, I have all day to write, I have all day to record. Then sometimes I'm like, yeah okay, I have all day, so I can just like procrastinate or whatever. But what <laughs> I know, I got an hour lunch break. I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna write this track. I remember even uh, when I was in high school when I first started rapping. We were doing two days for football and we had like, uh, yeah, like a two hour break. And I remember I went home one time and I wrote and recorded three songs in like this two hour break. I was like, damn, that's crazy. Like, yeah. Um, but I don't know. Sometimes it, it just I mean, everybody's different, obviously. But uh, sure. for me, I was just able to um, I just felt like since I didn't have time, I had to utilize it to the best of my ability. Yeah. I, well, hold on. You play football. What was your position? <laughs> I don't really play anymore. Yeah, I mean, I play, back I play, then, back then. Yeah, yeah. I, I play, I play. Well, I still play like flag football, actually. Sure, sure. But um, uh, I played receiver. Uh, okay. Well, in high school, I was like a corner and and like uh, receiver and running back a little bit. But then I went to college and I was just straight up just playing receiver. So. Gotcha. I, I played high school football. I was uh, I was nose. I was uh, five nine two seventy five. I was house. <laughs> okay, okay, damn. You know what I mean? Okay. okay, okay. <laughs> so, so what? has been the appeal for, for you to be bicoastal, both sides of the Atlantic, Los Angeles, Berlin. You have a lot of experiences that no one has. It's a nice mix. Like what has been uh, the greatest thing about that? Yeah, no, it is. It is. I mean, LA is just so, I mean, for me, LA, there's just so much opportunity there. Like everybody's doing stuff. Like everybody, like I got into acting on accident like i literally was living in la and some random dude was like hey man i need you for this thing i'm like bro i've never acted in my life i don't care get on set <laughs> it's like i know i'm in like a tv show like it just like happens like that you know yeah and i love that about it so i like being around that um just kind of like accidentally getting into stuff and you accidentally like run into people who are like yeah man i got like i got a studio like let's work on something um i don't know if you ever saw dave yeah the, the show on effects yeah, yeah. When I watch that show, I'm like, man, this is so like, this is so relatable. Like, I've had so many similar experiences to this. Like, this is so crazy. Like living in LA, and yeah. that's that's super dope. I really like that. Um, but at the same time, I love I love Berlin. Like, I think the Berlin lifestyle is like 
me to a T. It's like super, people call, people call Berlin um, poor but sexy. So it's like, <laughs> it's like not like, no one's like flashy out here. Like you can go in the clubs wearing whatever you want. Like everybody's accepted. Like you just, you just be yourself. Yeah. And um, I like that, man. I just like to go out and just, just be me. I don't have to like worry about stuff. And I'm just chilling. And I like, I like that lifestyle. Like everything's pretty cheap out here too. Yeah. The people are cool. It's crazy. Like you see the craziest things. Uh, like, yeah, it's, it's nuts. I just, I just love it. But at the yeah. same time, I'm like, yeah, I got to go out to LA and you know do my stuff out there too so i like doing you know going back and forth so what's the mix do you live in berlin and you find la is it like a half and half deal or? yeah um kind of so like right now it's more that i'm living in berlin and then i'll go to la for like the winters usually like i'll try to go out like, oh yeah definitely because yeah, hey man <laughs> i can't stand about berlin man it's cold it is so cold man I'm like, yeah, get, out to, get out to LA where it's a little warmer. <laughs> yeah, everyone says that. Like, you once you go to LA, you blow it thins out, and it does, and I'm happy to it because my parents they live in Brooklyn still. Like, we come, we don't see you. Like, yo, I'll see you in the months of April, and not that's, that's that's when you are gonna see me, man. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so back to Berla. I can't wait for this because it, it it looks very like uniquely you. The music videos have a good theme across the singles and the album look very pastelly very like funky what has been like the process of understanding what that's going to look like visually i know you're in the booth you're making the songs but at what point you go okay coming together this is a thematic project a look a feel and aesthetic yeah yeah um i think i think like i said like since i didn't really have much like outside influence as far as like the creative process went i was like oh man like i'm gonna just make this thing just be me like this is me you know um and uh a lot of the times a lot of the uh the tracks because because also like barbersauce who produced the album he's he was in la the entire time and i was in berlin most like for most of it so a lot of it was like he would just send me beats like three or four beats and i just be like oh okay man this one's sick like i'm feeling this uh i'm gonna write this to that Sometimes he would even already have, cause there's like, he's featured on a couple tracks because sometimes he would just send me a beat with him already like singing the hook on it. And um, sometimes we'd keep it, sometimes we'd take it out. But um, yeah, it was just, it was just like, everything was kind of coming together and uh, there's like different themes. I mean, it's like one theme throughout the album, but there's like different topics as well. Like some songs are literally just like more like, hey, let's turn up, let's kick it or whatever. Then there's like, I have a song um, called Ride in the Wave, which is like more like emotional, I guess I would say, where I'm like literally like telling like a life story about myself. Then there's another like kind of like deeper song like that um, called You Did It. And it's about like uh, like racial injustice and, and like police brutality a little bit and stuff like that. And it was just like at a time, I think I wrote that one, for instance, it was like right after uh, um, the George Floyd incident. Mm -hmm. And like I was like starting to write it and I was just like in like this state of mind. I was like, man, but this is like affecting me, you know? So I was just in that mindset. So I'm oh, I'm gonna write something about that. Like even though the other songs aren't have not are like nothing like that at all, I just yeah. felt like it was cool to still have this kind of in there because it had to do with my life as well. So yeah, uh, yeah. Just kind of whatever I was experiencing, I'm like, yeah, man, let's let's throw it in there, you know? Like let, let's let's drop that. So whatever you experience and just throw it in there. That's like advice for life, man. You know, man <laughs> make it about make it about you know, how you feel in your perspective. Burla, yeah. August 13th. I'm gonna be there. 
day one with the pre-follow. Uh, if anyone wanted to jump on to experience your work, experience with your life, how to go about doing Berlin travel tips, how to go about doing that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You could just hit me up like wherever. I'm I'm Black Prez under everything, Twitter, Instagram, um, you know, whatever, um, Snapchat or what I don't know, TikTok, whatever y'all be using nowadays. Um <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm always there and like yeah, I'm on, I'm on I'm on all the streaming services, Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, uh, everything. So just Black Press, and that's me. <laughs> we're, we're quick before we jump off here, man. I got a TikTok, but I don't know what goes there. There's way too many comedians. They're just funnier than I am, and I just go, "What do I put on this platform?" I'm there. I just don't get it. <laughs> yeah, man. But the thing about TikTok, I'm not super like I, I'm more of a watcher i guess i don't really yeah. post too much I, I go through phases like sometimes i'll think of something funny or clever i'm like okay i'm gonna throw that on there but um that's the thing about tiktok man like you can post whatever you want like it's it's i gotta and the thing too it's i don't want to say really easy but i do know a lot of people that have gone like pretty viral on there i mean of course their content is good but i think the tiktok algorithm really um caters to people who don't have many followers yet i guess it's like yeah. if you're like a new creator and you're like i'm gonna try this out and then you post one video and all of a sudden you have like a hundred thousand views like oh dang that was that was quick um yeah. yeah if you just post some cool stuff cool funny stuff it, it'll people people will see it for sure well there you go i gotta keep putting my nose in the grindstone because i'm sitting there going like i'm old with this thing <laughs> <laughs> uh black press i want you back after the album's released though. i want to see how you feel about that i hope you can come back another episode do amsterdam radio absolutely i'm down i'm down to, i'm down to come back for sure <laughs>so much for listening to New Amsterdam Radio. Learn more about the show at newamsterdam.com. That's K-N-E-W Amsterdam.com. Until next time, this city is yours. <laughs>